Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. My name is Uriel Kame, New York Times bestselling author, former professional athlete, and founder of Healthpreneur, the world's leading company helping health and fitness experts start and scale high-end coaching businesses. If you want to attract more clients, learn how to convert them without feeling salesy, and deliver an amazing program for them on the back end, if you want to be inspired by what others just like you have gone through and how you can do the same no matter what life goes your way, then you are in the right place. Because every single week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're going to be bringing you the best to help you take your knowledge and expertise to the next level with your health or fitness coaching business. And if you enjoy what you see and hear and would like to take your business to the next level, then I invite you to check out our free online training over at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to another client deep dive, part of the Healthpreneur Podcast. This is a new edition, our new series we're adding into the podcast where we're bringing on some of our clients and really going deep into what they need help with most. So I figured, hey, why not just expose you guys if you're watching or listening to this to some of the thinking that goes on if you're one of our clients. So today we are joined by another Torontonian local awesome person, uh, Tiana Daly, and she is a female-focused trainer and nutritionist, and she helps moms she helps moms lose fat and keep it off for good without restrictive dieting or cardio. So, Tiana, welcome to the call. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's so great to be here, Yuri. Yes, it's always fun. Um, okay, so let's talk about what you need help with today, and let's dive into it. Okay, well, I've been training a while, so I feel like the whole aspect of like what I do is all fine. But when it comes to like the business stuff, there's a lot of unchartered territory that I've never been in before, right? So first of all, brick and mortar is different than doing online stuff. So mm -hmm. when it came down to like when I'm getting clients, I'm kind of comfortable with what I'm comfortable with. Now it's a whole other world where I have my program. I like it. I feel like it's great. I have my whole system and that's all great. But when it comes to presenting it to someone who's a different, I guess, type of prospect, like they're online, I don't see them face to face. What I had trouble with was I'm, I'm kind of been like selling myself short almost because the way I present my program hasn't been, you know, doing it justice. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm stuck. Sure. So just for context, you had your first enrollment call yesterday, right? I did. So it's not like you've been doing this now for like six months and it's like you're trying to figure this out. So you literally just had your first enrollment call. Yeah. And just for everyone listening and watching, it's important you have that context for this conversation because yeah. like, as I've mentioned before, the better you get at quote unquote selling, which is mm -hmm. it's not really selling. It's just knowing how to have conversations that lead to you enrollment. The better off you get at that, you, you rate your own check for whatever you want in your business. And, and for everyone watching and listening, remember, I talk about premium pricing. We talk about premium pricing, but it's never about taking advantage of people. It's, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're, we're serving people the highest possible level. But in order for people to pay you premium prices, you have to have, you have, to have a phone call. You can't get someone to go to a website and drop three to $5,000 by clicking a button. Mm -hmm. So um, just so I'm clear, the issue seems to be how to present your program on the phone calls as effectively as possible, correct? Exactly. Okay. So you're going through the 30-day sales amplifier right now, right? I am. I fell behind because my blinders were on to finish my PCP, but now, cool. yes. <laughs> awesome. So the 30-day sales amplifier, guys, if you're not one of our clients, is a kind of a bonus training that I decided to put on for all of our clients to give them the fundamental understanding and the know-how, the scripts, the whole bit to be a lot more effective on the phone. Now, this is in addition to the whole module we already have 
on enrollment calls, but because it's so important to really understand how to do this stuff, uh, we're giving them daily sales training to, to help them make that happen. So um, as of this recording, actually this morning, we talked about this specific subject, which was the prescription part of your phone call, like how to introduce your program, your solution in a way where the person on the other end of the line is like, holy cow, I, I need to have this. Mm-hmm. So you had mentioned that when you're working with people in person, it's a lot easier to enroll them, at least ex- from your experience. What do you think, and again, you've only had one call so far, but what do you think is the difference? Like, why do you think it's different? It's so good you asked that because after that call yesterday, I really think it was just that hang up on price because I had the, the call with the lady, $3,000. I was kind of uncomfortable. Then I had an assessment actually immediately after that, which was like selling one-on-one training for like, you know, less cost or whatever. And I think just like going down from a high price point to selling a lower price point, I was like full of confidence. Like I was owning it. And I was like, damn, I should have brought that an hour ago. <laughs> well, so you just have to change the price of your program to 10000 now. And then yeah. you can make the next call with, um, you know, with that $3,000 price point. Okay. So the, this is the biggest thing. And I, and I told everyone on today's call, I said, if there's one thing that you get, that you get tattooed on your body, not that I'm a fan of tattoos, but that's, that's for another story. If there's one thing you tattoo on your wall, your body, whatever, is that price is never the issue, okay? Price is never the issue. The reason people don't buy, the reason people don't buy anything is not because of the price. It's because they don't believe it's going to help them solve their problem. That's what it comes down to. So your job in the call is first and foremost, in the first part of the call is the whole discovery phase is to unearth what they want, where there's, you know, all those pain points. And you really want to get to the core of why they might even want your help. And you have to let them, you have to, they have to realize in the discussion that where they're at is not bad, it's horrific, right? And that's part of the job of a coach is to not sugarcoat the situation. It's not to make things more dramatic than they are, but it's to bring to surface the truth. And if someone is saying, I I can't go any, like, why did you book this call with me? Because I've been struggling for 10 years with, with excess weight that's a pain point that they really need to be associated with. And then you just have to ask questions to dig a little bit deeper to, to, to really find why now, like why is now a must for them? So in this conversation, did you ask the uh, potential client if now is a must? Um, I think I did ask some variation. Well, okay, that's what we asked near the end. I know that near the end, I was kind of, things went a little south. I don't know if I asked that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. You just got to put in the reps, right? So if you're asking somebody, listen, is this a must for you now? And they say, well, kind of not really. End of discussion. Call's over, okay? Because no one is going to spend good money on a solution that's a nice to have. So that's the first thing. If you're at that qualifying decide part of the call and they're like, man, it'd be nice to have, but it's not a must. Sorry, I can't help you. I only work with fully committed people. That's it. Okay. Nice. Thanks right. so much for your time. Uh, here's a resource that can help you in the meantime. But if the person says, yes, I'm fully committed. I have to do whatever it takes. You have to use that against them or not against them, but you have to use that in the conversation to say, listen, I understand this is more expensive for a little bit more money than you wanted to spend. Uh, but just a few months, just a few minutes ago, you had told me that this is an absolute must for you. And now the, the, the reason people bring up price is because they haven't seen enough value in your program for them to be like, okay, it's 3000, but I'm really solving a $500,000 problem. That's the key. So for them, what's happening in their mind is that they have a, a $1,000 problem and your program's $3,000. Yeah. And therefore they can't make that logic. They can't, they can't make sense of that. 
So our goal on the call is to make their, holy cow, I don't know what my kids are doing upstairs. It's like, it's like the house is falling <laughs> down. The goal is to make their problem infinitely more valuable in terms of like the cost of it compared to the cost or the investment of your program. Does that make sense? Yes. So there's a couple questions you can ask throughout the call. For instance, like right out, like even early on in the call, you can ask them like what they're struggling with. Like why did they book this call? Person mm-hmm. said, person said on the phone yesterday for you. Like why Pardon? did she? Oh, well, that was good. Like she was getting really deep. That's what kind of killed me because she was saying like, the beginning part was amazing. She was, you know, answering all the questions I asked and I opened everything up. So she did most of the talking. She was struggling with what exactly my ideal client struggles with losing weight. She's always done like isogenics and weight watchers. She's never been able to keep it off. She's put herself last. She's had three kids and she's sick of yo-yo dieting. Mm -hmm. So she really opened up about all this stuff. That's terrific. Yeah. And so you can ask the question like, listen, like what would it be worth to no longer have to deal with this problem to no longer have to go from, isogenics to this, to this, like, what would that be worth to you? Most people are not going to give you a number because they can't. Yeah. Right. Cause how do you quantify health improvements? How do you quantify weight loss? You got to challenge them. You got to lean in. And most people might say, I don't know, that'd be priceless. Well, if you did know what, what might that look like? Let them come up with a number, 10,000, 50,000, a hundred thousand, a million dollars. Because now they're giving you, see the challenge and the opportunity with intangibles like health, fulfillment, joy, relationships, are these, we know as humans, these are the things that are most important to us. Yet for some reason, so many people get hung up on, oh, I can't charge more money for that stuff because there's no ROI attached to it. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm like, that doesn't make sense because the very fact that there is no ROI attached to it means that it's the most meaningful thing. Because if we're saying health, relationships, happiness, et cetera, are the most important, how do you quantify that? So a question like, if you no longer had to suffer with this issue, what would that be worth to you? Is a way of quantifying a more intangible like weight loss, health improvement, and so forth. So what we're trying to get at is we want the clients to now, in their mind, kind of put a a stake in the sand to say, oh, cool, my problem is now worth $100,000. Right. So that when you eventually introduce your program and your offer at 3K, 5K, even 50K, whatever, it's relative, like in their mind, they've already, played, they've already placed that flag and now it's infinitely less expensive. So that's one of the ways that we want to look at maybe quantifying some of these intangibles. Um, but we also, I mean, it's great that she opened up and shared all the stuff with you. And we want to let, like, we want to bring to surface, like, what that's costing. Like, did you ask her, like, what is this costing in your life? Like, what are these, what's, what is jumping around and doing all this stuff costing you? I actually did ask her kind of like what you were just talking about. I was, yeah. well, I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but I also said what you said, like, how much price would you put to, like, end the cycle? You've been yo-yo dieting. You've put yourself last for this long. You know, how much more price you're going to pay? And then I kind of said, like, well, also, like, you want to break the cycle of spending money in all these other programs because that's also like a monetary cost that you spend, you know? Did you get an answer to that first question? Uh, yeah, she was, she kind of took a deep breath and she's like, God, like how would you put a price on that? Exactly, like exactly right? what you said. So I feel like I could, the thing that kills me and that I'm kind of shooting myself over is like, I feel like she was getting like feeling what I was saying. And then when I came to like present my program it was almost like I thought like, Oh my God, like this seems like just any old workout program now. So 
yeah, I think it was just the presenting the program itself that kind of did me in as well. Like I really downplayed it as a different solution. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, we're actually going to do a, a whole training call next week on the model of your program, like how to really communicate that in a way that's infinitely more powerful. So we'll save that for, for that training if that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, you want to think about, because there's a couple questions you want to answer in the prescription of the call. So the prescription for everyone watching and listening is when you're sharing your thing, your presentation, your demonstration of your program and how it can help this individual, there's a couple questions you got to ask or you have to answer, sorry. First and foremost, the person on the other end of the phone is asking them these questions. They're asking themselves these questions. What is it? Okay, that's the first thing. Well, what is this thing? Um, what will this do for me? Okay. So that's going to inherently tie into your benefit, your promise. Why is this better than anything else, including doing nothing? How does this work? And what do I get? And then under what do I get, you're going to talk about the deliverables, right? You're going to get, you know, a couple of coaching calls, this and this and this. Um, and it's important with those deliverables to tie the feature, the deliverable into the benefit, not just kind of listing them out, right? Yes. So those are really important questions to answer. Not necessarily like, hey, you might be asking like, what is this? Here it is. Like just casually talk about it, like in a normal conversational tone. But it's important to address these because the person on the other, on the other end of the phone is thinking this stuff. Okay, well, what's different about this? Why should I invest this instead of going to read a book or, you know, working with someone in a gym, et cetera? Does that make sense, Tiana? It does. And I, I kind of knew that she was thinking that because then she just started asking me questions like, okay, so how do we get the workouts? What about the meal plans? And it was like getting hit with the questions. And I was like, oh. And then that kind of brought my confidence down because I was like, well, it seems like she's just totally thinking, well, how does this differ, you know? So, yeah. So remember rule number one is certainty sells yeah. and uncertainty is going to kill sales. Totally. So if someone is not a hundred percent certain about what, what is going on here, what, how your program can help them. But if they're also not certain about how the program works, so if they're yeah. in their mind, if it's like cloudy and foggy and they're like, okay, I got some stuff here and some workouts and some meal plans. I'm not, I'm not, if they visually can't see it in their head, right. that's going to create stress. Yeah. And that's going to cause them to shut down. And that's going to cause them to say, listen, I just need to think about this because they can't mentally get their head around the specifics of it. Right. Yeah. So we want to make sure that you're clarifying all that and doing so in a way that is, you know, not on tangents and stuff. That's why we want to present yes. visual. Right. So if we can send them something visual on the call and we can walk them through that now it's like, okay, does this make sense? Do you understand what this means? Cool. How would this specific thing benefit you in your current situation? What do you like from what you've seen so far, right? Who else might benefit from you doing this? And starting right. to ask some of those opinion-based questions. Um, now we start to get them to buy into why this is going to help them. Because if we're always, if we are the ones telling, and so, our, so I mentioned, I think yesterday's training, I said, our goal is to ask and assess, not to tell and impress. Mm-hmm. So if you ever, and you probably found yourself, right? Like I have, yes. like a lot of people have, you're on, on your heels and you're like, here's why this program's awesome. Here's why I like that. Da, 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 da. You start just going off. Going off, going off. Exactly. That was me. <laughs> and that's, that's, John, that's totally fine. Like what this comes, it's first and foremost, it's knowing how to handle the situation, right? Which at the time you didn't quite know how to do, which is totally fine, right? You only know what you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's learning and training and knowing how to handle different situations. And then when they come up, it's just training and getting better at that. 
now it's, it's actually fun. When you get comfortable with this stuff, it's actually a lot of fun because every objection or everything the client throws your way, you're just going to, you're not going to throw it back to them as you explaining yourself. You're going to throw it back to them as a question. Right. So I had, I had a call uh, a little bit earlier and the, the couple were like, Hey, I'm totally in. This sounds amazing. We're in, I just have a few questions. I'm like, yeah, totally. Let's, let's do it. He's like, okay, listen, we want to make 20 K a month, but I can't conceivably make sense of the numbers. How do I get, you know, 20 people paying us a thousand dollars a month. And I asked him, I was like, okay, so you want to make 20 K a month. Your program's 4 K. So can you see yourself enrolling five clients per month? So I just let the silence sit there. He's like, yeah, obviously, but it's, it's not that easy because people are going to pay in payment plans. So I'm like, okay, well, if they did pay in full, that'd be five clients. But let's just say that it was 20 clients at 1K per month. Could you enroll 20 clients per month? <clears throat> and so they're like, well, like, yeah, possibly if the numbers work out. I was like, okay, cool. So let's, let's look at the numbers. Could you, do you think that with your current expertise, with your knowledge and having obviously done phone sales in the past, could you conceivably enroll one out of three people you speak with? And he's like, yeah, I think so, for sure. I'm like, great. Well, if you want to enroll 20 clients a month, that's 60 conversations. And those conversations might be 30 minutes each. So that's 30 hours, right? That's one call per day. Can right. you do one call per day or three calls per day and enroll one client? He's like, yeah, I think I can do that. I was like, great. So what are we waiting for? Okay, so you, instead of me telling the person like, hey, Dorian, man, you only have to do 20 clients at 60 calls. Any statements you want to, you're thinking of making, just reframe it as a question. And what that's going to do is it's going to help the prospective client answer for themselves, which means they internalize the answer. And now they're going to sell you on the fact that they can do something or that they finally understand what it is that they're trying to understand. That question framework has helped so much because I used to do calls in the past with clients like just for whatever. And oh yeah. my, they were just kind of all over the place, first of all. But I did. Okay. So that was working really well, like you said, to discover more about them and all these things. But where I got stuck with the questions was when she was asking a bunch of questions, I guess I just didn't know how to bring it back in the form of a question. Yeah. I just kept asking if she had more questions and that's where it kind of went south. Yeah. And don't worry, we're going we're gonna to help you guys with all this stuff throughout the 30 day sales amplifier. So okay. if you're listening and watching to this and you're not one of our clients, you're missing out big time because you guys are going to get like exactly how to handle all this stuff. Because at the end of the day, if you know how to, if you know what the issues are going to be, or if, if they've happened once, no big deal. If they happen twice, three times, five times, big deal. Right. Yeah. Cause if it happens once document it. Like what, what happened here? What was the objection? How did I not handle this? What was the question I didn't know how to answer? Just create an inventory of that stuff. And then what you can do is just start mapping out a script. So what we do is we think like every possible thing that we encounter on the phone that we don't know how to handle, jot it down. All right, let's go back to the drawing board. How would we address this in the future? And so we rehearse that, we train it. And then next time it comes up, it's like, no problem. Hey, can't afford it? Yeah. No problem. Uh, Want to start later? No problem. Uh, need to think about it? No worries. Need to talk to my spouse? You know exactly what to say. Yeah, but you can't expect yourself to know what to say if you don't know what to say, right? So totally. don't be too hard on yourself, Tiana, because the first call is great. You did it. Most of the call was pretty good. And then, you know, it, it can only get better, right? So mm -hmm. that's, that's the good news. Well, guess what? I have two calls back to back right after this. So oh, perfect. There you go. So I would, yeah. what I would love for you, if I were to, you know, if I were um, a coach listening to your calls, 
And instead of like having you do a thousand different things, the one thing I would ex- like want you to think about doing is in your prescription is obviously just breaking down your program based on those questions I, um, I, I, I pr- basically mentioned. You also have that in the script anyways, so yeah. you can access that. Um, but also just thinking about when anytime they ask a question, ask a question back. So your yes. answer is in the form of a question. Is it okay that I'm not talking that much then? That's the point, right? They're talking. Totally. It's 80-20. You're, you're like 80% oh, of the time the client's talking, 20% you're talking. They'll get off the phone. They're like, that was the best conversation of all time because I was speaking the whole time. Yeah. And you're, and you're just listening yeah. and asking a question. What else? And why else? And what else? Right? And you just ask the question. Ask the question. Yeah, you're right. Remember, he good. or she who asks the question controls the sales. Yeah, you said it. Right. Cool. So is that helpful, Tiana? Very helpful. Yeah. I'm more confident now, a little bit relaxed. <laughs> cool. Is there anything else you want to address in the next one or two minutes that we need to clarify before your calls? I think that's it. Just got to bring the confidence. Just bring it, baby. Just bring it. And again, yeah. like confidence comes from repetition, right? I Knowing know. what to do, repeating it, and just, you know, you'll find after a couple of conversations, honestly, after the time you've done maybe 10 calls, you'll feel a thousand times more confidence. That's and true it would be nice to go into your first call like fully prepared like you've done this for years, but it's not realistic, so don't worry about it. So just okay. practice, get a little bit better. Um, look at where certain points of the call could have been a bit better in terms of yeah. from your perspective, <clears throat> and then just learn from that. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, awesome. So this has been helpful? Absolutely, Yeah. very helpful. Cool, cool. Um, so if our, everyone listening, watching this, um, Tiana, what would you say to someone who's considering working with us in the HBA program who is trying to build their business, who's trying to build their coaching business. Maybe they're not too sure what to do. Maybe they've tried other things in the past and they were burned and now they're skeptical. What would you say to them? Well, I would say what you always say, Gary, there's really no, literally no other option. Like, I feel like if I didn't do this, like, it's just, it's like a, it just seems stupid not to because it's completely changed the way that my business runs and just allowed me to scale in ways that never would have been possible doing what I was doing. So if you're thinking about it, like definitely think no further. Awesome. Thank you. Wicked. All right, guys. Well, there you go. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. And again, if you want to start enrolling clients at a higher level, instead of like a hundred bucks an hour, and you actually want to transform their lives and you have to be able to do that on the phone. And if you want help with your phone conversations, then again, we'd be happy to help you. So Tiana, thank you so much for opening up, for sharing uh, what's going on. And, and I'm looking forward to hearing how your calls after our call here goes and um, onwards and upwards. Thank you. Thank you, Yuri. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Health Printer Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, here's what I'd like you to do right now. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Health Printer Podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, leave us a rating or review. It helps us get in front of more people and change more lives. And if you're ready to start or scale your health or fitness coaching business and want to start getting in front of more people, working with them at a higher level without trading time for money, then I invite you to check out our free seven-figure health business blueprint training, totally free right now, and you can do so at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. For now, thank you so much for joining us. Continue to be great, do great, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.